Hey everyone, my name is Taskinun Hudasaki. And I'm Anisha. Kia ora, and welcome to episode 3 of Communique. Kia ora. Yeah, uh, that's how we say hey or welcome in my country, Aotearoa, New Zealand. We're a majority English-speaking country, but it's actually really cool. Uh, Māori is the language of our indigenous or native people, and it's like slowly mixing in with our everyday language. Oh, it's really awesome. Thanks. Um, How about you? How do you say hello where you're from, Tuscano? Well, I'm from Bangladesh, and we say kihobor, which means in English, what's up? Uh, here, majority of our people speak in Bangla most of the time, though we also use English as our second language, and there's, there's an increasing number of other language speakers. Oh, nice. Uh, so when we meet someone older than us or any senior person, we first of all welcome them saying, Apna ke and then we ask about their health saying, that means hope you are doing well and when it's between our friends or siblings we just say yeah that's the casual form oh, cool. and then we continue our conversation oh awesome nice nice yeah what about kiara um most new zealanders use it colloquially to be like what's up so you're like Kiora, how are you doing all right if that makes sense I see, I see. Very cool. Uh, now, the reason I introduced myself with Kiora is because our guest today is also from New Zealand. Um, did you want to share a little bit about today's episode, Tuscano? Yeah, sure. So, if this is the first time you are listening to us, welcome and thanks for being here. We are a student-run podcast who want to share the knowledge of change makers around the globe. We are a part of Amini model event impact and so we like to discuss the SDGs and how they relate to our guests work too. Now the acronym SDG stands for Sustainable Development Goal. The United Nations created these to help all countries around the world work together towards a better, healthier and safer future. Today we are looking broadly at SDG3 which aims to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. Our guest has been quite open about her journey with mental health and encourages the conversations around it to be more normal. We're starting to understand mental health better, but we can't achieve much if no one really talks about it, you know? Exactly. She's also pretty proud of her heritage as an indigenous woman in New Zealand, and she does this all through art. She is pretty incredible, and I hope you're as excited as I was to chat with her. I got to sit down with Termaniah Jennings to talk to her about her journey as an artist in New Zealand. Well, girls, the floor is yours. Hello, everybody. My name is Anisha, and I will be hosting this interview. Uh, and I'm here today with Termaniah Jennings. If uh, I could get you to introduce yourself and say a bit about uh, yourself and what you do. So, kia ora, everyone. My name is Termaniah. I am from Aotearoa, New Zealand, Aotearoa. Um, so the North Island, but I fuck a papa back to Ngati Manyapoto, Te Arua and Tuhoi area. I'm 22 years old. I study psychology at AUT in Auckland, and I would say like I'm really passionate about like helping people and learning about people in the world around me. I think what kind of pushed me into the mental health field specifically is also having my own personal lived experiences with depression and anxiety and having a medical condition. And I'm also really like into creative creativity and I paint a lot. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just love to be able to express myself in that way, I guess. And I found it's been a great way for me to like help navigate my own struggles and my own pain in life. And 
has actually provided a lot of great opportunities through that as well. So yeah. Uh, good to meet you. Um, just to explain, because this podcast is quite an international thing and there won't be uh, many people who understand what uh, like whakapapa and those sorts of words are, so did you want to explain your heritage and uh, what it's like being you? Yeah, so whakapapa is just basically just the ancestral heritage, so it just kind of links back to where I'm from and the tribes I'm from, which I think are very important aspects of who we are, especially as Māori people, and Māori is just basically the word for Indigenous natives in New Zealand and um, yeah we're very very prideful in our culture and that's why I feel like I should acknowledge where I'm from because I'm I'm proud of where I'm from. Cool um, thank you for that so you talked uh, you said just before that you did a bit of painting and yeah you've uh, published so many pieces of fantastic artwork where do you draw the inspiration for your work from? Thank you that's very sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think inspiration is quite a like strange thing because for me I don't really have one base or one place where I kind of draw my inspiration from. I think when you're in the business I guess of imitating life you can't help but just be inspired by like life you know and the things that happen to you, um, the people around you, the experiences in your in, in the world, in your life, the stories you hear and but I will say I, I really when I like want to kind of seek out inspiration I will go and seek out creative minds whether that be through books or, or painting or music or movies um, that you know either make me feel emotional or, or like I don't know it allows me to experience something and I feel like I find a lot of inspiration through that. No awesome awesome um yeah so like we said before your um artwork uh and just your social media presence uh, not only reflects your heritage and your Māori culture, uh, but also a lot of your mental health journey. Uh, if you feel comfortable, would you like to talk us through your mental health journey from beginning to now? Um, yeah, well, I kind of like briefly said before that I was born with a medical condition called scoliosis, and you know that presented a lot of challenges throughout my life you know having to have surgeries and and a lot of I feel like endurance of, of a lot of physical pain which I guess in time and I think the older you get alluded to like more mental pain and, and mental struggles in the form of depression and anxiety and all of those things um, which I developed I guess throughout being a teenager and not only from my medical condition but I think just from the world around me influencing that and influencing who I should be or how I should feel about myself and I think that's something a lot of people can relate to. We all struggle you know to a certain extent with mental health issues um, but mine I guess were heightened because of my medical condition and the struggles that existed within that. You know I felt especially struggling with that very very trapped and I learned a lot about the way um, people view mental health and in the way in which um, the issues at large in New Zealand exclusively um, are, like why they are the way they are, why people can't go out and, and get a diagnosis or why they feel like they they can't, you know, and why we have these huge issues and health inequities within the mental health space. And I really started to question that. I really started to think, 
you know, why why is this an issue and why haven't we made much progress over over recent years? Um, and you know, I've been lucky in the sense that I've been presented with a lot of great opportunities to voice my story and I didn't really expect the reception it got um, and which has been really reassuring to me that a lot of people feel the same way and these conversations need to be had more than ever, um, which has been really um, uplifting in, in my in my journey um, with mental health and it's something I think I'm still trying to navigate and still trying to learn how to deal with especially I feel like in a culture that really suppress like makes you want to suppress those things and makes you feel like you can't really be vocal or you can't go out and seek help because you're otherwise deemed as as weak or crazy or whatever um I I feel especially empowered to like change that and I that's why I'm, I'm really vocal about it I guess um I think probably my final question for today uh we have a lot of young people listening to this podcast so do you have any tips um for any of our listeners who are struggling or feeling alone especially in this pandemic uh helping to uh, to help them cope with mental illness or just feeling alone and isolated yeah yeah definitely i mean i can speak from experience as well because you know in lockdown and stuff we've all had to kind of navigate this challenging space um i'll, I'll give a few pragmatic tips um I think, you know, when it's important to kind of acknowledge all aspects of your well-being. So physically, I think it's important to move your body at least once a day and it doesn't have to be strenuous. Um, you know, it could be walking, going for a walk or stretching. Anything like that is important to release that dopamine. Um, another thing is I think it's really important to reach out to you know, people you love and, and family, because even though you're physically distancing and especially if you're literally self-isolating on your own, it doesn't mean you have to emotionally distance. You still have the opportunity to FaceTime or Messenger, um, you know, the people you love um, and prioritize that socializing because it is actually really important for your emotional well-being and for your mental health to, um, you know, just have a normal conversation and, feel supported and loved in that space because it's so easy to feel so alone. Um, also, I think it's really important to have sort of a, a, a bit of a schedule or routine because, you know, it's so easy, especially when you're in lockdown, to just lie, lay, lie in bed all day or be on your phone all day. And it's just really important to have like a kind of a loose structure. Don't go too overboard, but a loose structure of the, the way your day pans out because I think it creates a good sense of stability, which, you know, in a really uncertain environment and uncertain time is really important and it allows your mind to find clarity through that. And one more thing, I think um, in terms of attitude, I think, you know, it can feel so helpless being in the situation you are in. And um, for me, I think it's just important to adopt the mindset that nothing is permanent you know and and that everything comes in waves and seasons and to always realize that no matter how difficult or helpless a situation is that it's never going to last whether that be in a day or a week or year just really cling on to that hope and understand that um to just keep pushing forward because um nothing is ever permanent and everything's very temporary and i know that's a very obvious thing to think but a lot i think it's good to like just remind yourself of that because it is easy to feel 
like very very helpless in those situations I guess. Um, I totally agree I think that's such an important thing to remind ourselves of um, it's so simple like you say but it is easy to yeah. kind of dismiss or forget. Um, finally well that was our last proper question but is there anything else you'd like to add or anyone you'd like to shout out or thank? Um, no no not really I'm just very very thankful that you guys have reached out I feel very honored thank you so much for this opportunity and thank you for all the work you guys are doing I'm sure it's helping a lot of people and yeah um, had a really good time had and great com- uh, questions as well so thank you Awesome. Thank you so much. We, we, we'd we like to say a huge thank you to uh, yourself for coming on and spending some time with us and sharing your experience and your knowledge. Uh, it's been an absolutely amazing call. I've learned a lot um, and I've got some tips and tricks which I will definitely take with me when I'm feeling alone or isolated. So thank you so much. Um, and I hope all our listeners uh, enjoy listening to this. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll pick up a few things. Uh, and if you are wanting to get in contact with uh, and I, uh, please look in the description of this podcast we will have her um, details there uh, once again thank you so much and uh, hopefully we'll uh, see you around doing something else amazing oh thank you so much it's been an honor <laughs> What a chat. Yeah, I felt pretty good after that convo. Learned a lot. And Tam and I was so sweet the entire time. Uh, at first, there were some like technical difficulties on my end setting up for the call. But she was super sweet about it. She was like, take your time, fix what you need to. And we were good to go after I sorted all that. She's an amazing person. Don't we love having tech troubles just before an interview? Oh, I was so stressed out for a moment. It's definitely like that sometimes, only with communique. Yeah, the worst thing is when you are on the other side of the world to the caller. So if something happens sometimes, there's nothing you can do but cross your fingers for the problem to fix itself. Oh, definitely, yeah. Back on track, though, she's doing an important job. Rates of mental illness have increased a lot in recent years all around the world, especially amongst the young people due to this COVID-19 crisis and so on. If you listened in today and you feel like you're not feeling that great and you need to reach out to someone, there are a bunch of resources online that can help. In New Zealand, for example, we have helplines and websites that people can go on to or call if they're feeling lonely and they just need someone to talk to. Yeah, in our country, we also have uh, helplines set up by government and there are also some mental health care institutions here and there. So uh, you can also get different kinds of mental health care facilities from them. It's important to remember that these are a form of short-term help and phone calls and websites are not a fill-in for therapy. And reach out to your friends and family too. I mean, the whole discussion point of this interview was to normalize discussions about mental health. So do that. Make it a conversation on who can, you can have with the people around you. Absolutely. Uh, once again, a huge, huge thank you to Tim and I for speaking with us today. Uh, we're so glad we got to share your message to young folk around the world. And uh, we can't wait to see what else you get up to and achieve over your career. And that is all. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Stay tuned and stay fighting.